PKN414. How are the boys? Good. Doing good. solid. Doing nice. good. How are you, Kyle? It's been a good day. I uh, I slept in a little bit today. I was hoping... Really? My, uh, yeah. <laughs> what brought that on? <laughs> Just a little treat, huh? <laughs> I mean, I, I have been on a schedule where I get up at like... Six or seven a.m. Uh, like You—that's true. You are a, a slave driver to your job. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting up early. When you're uh, on a schedule, that usually means that this that part of the 25-hour <laughs> day rotation coincided with the yeah. morning. <laughs> fair, fair. Time. But I've been making treat. an effort to be on a normal people schedule where I get up in the morning and go to bed around midnight or so. Uh huh. Um, but it didn't happen today. I, Did I anything bring that upon like an intentional schedule change? Yeah, I was uh, my split unit AC was supposed to arrive today, but it didn't. So I wanted to like wake up and immediately start working on it because uh, I'm uh, excited to install it. I've been watching videos on how to install it, and I've decided ooh. I'm going to do it myself and everything. So it, it doesn't seem that hard. Uh, you cut you went back and forth on that choice before. Uh, I talked to a like, contractor, and they were like, um, because I'm renting this house, they were like, we need to talk to the owner of the house. And I'm like, I'd like to not involve them at all because I plan on removing this thing and patching holes when I leave. So uh, I'm just going to do it myself if, if they want to talk to some, some homeowners or anything like that. And it looks to me like I just cut some holes in the drywall, drill some holes, and maybe put a port in the, in the vinyl outside. And we're all good. You can do it. Yeah, it won't be a problem. Okay. It'll, be fun. Okay. It'll be a fun project. And it's 115, 120, so it, I don't even have to like wire anything serious. Okay, cool, cool. Well, that'll be neat. I, I want to see some pictures in the uh, WhatsApp. Yeah, I'll definitely take a picture as soon as I get the damn thing hung. But uh, no part of you... For your sleep schedule was was kind of like you know I, I I grind better I feel better when I go to bed around midnight one, you just because you've you've never really said that I know Woody and I have said that in the past where like when you get on a good sleep schedule you get like an innate feeling of like you know like I'm a, I'm I'm up at seven I'm an adult like like that kind of <laughs> feeling and you don't ever look at the clock and be like three. AM, what is wrong with you? Like, nothing's being achieved at this hour. You're just pissing time away watching people do primitive technology. You can level up just as well at 3 a.m. as you can at 3 p.m., Taylor. There you go. Even better sometimes. Servers are dead. So, (laughs) (laughs) uh, no, it doesn't bother me at all if it's, like, wonky. I actually, like, like, like the the biggest part of um, um, that last uh, last year's or the year before is, like, big bulk thing. Like, 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 during that, like, whole pandemic thing i was only going to the gym at 3 a.m in the morning like 2 to 3 30 a.m and i tr- i wanted to go at 3 30 because that was like the dead witching dead. hour at, if you sh- if you get there at 3 20 so you, so i'm like uh, i'm like actually lifting at 3 30 it's dead i might actually be the only one there maybe one other hardcore motherfucker who's like a fireman in his gear on the stairmaster or something <laughs> I mean, the um, gym with, makes sense with the scuba tank thing. For real, he did. I watched him Wait, do it. Really? Yeah, I was. I was like, I got his attention. I usually don't talk to people at the gym. This has been two years ago, probably now. But he was in black guy in full gear, the tank, the helmet, respirator. He's using the respirator, and he's on the stairmaster going. And he started in the middle of my workout. So 30, 40 minutes later, he's still going. And I left, and I was like, like, hey, 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 that's amazing. <laughs> that's hardcore Did you thank him for his service <laughs> he's a first responder you should i might should have because he's gonna be fighting you. my goddamn fire he's the one who's gonna be busting my goddamn door down you hope grabbing so. me out with an and he and i know he's got the energy to carry me out and i would mm-hmm. be like oh, the pc get the pc and he's like, <laughs> throw that on his shoulder too <laughs> they'll pair him up with a female fireman because she has no value Oh, yeah. <laughs> he has two values. He wouldn't mind carrying all your shit, Kyle. He'd be like, you live in a two-story home, sir? I'm trained for 40-story buildings. I don't know. <laughs> He's moving you out. Can I You're asking you in him 20 to- more things? <laughs> oh, oh, the armoire! The armoire! <laughs> put, the, put the shift robe near the armoire in the, there in the, in the middle of the Did you find out lawn. if he was training for an event or anything? Just being a hardcore firefighter. He just works that hard. Just okay. the job. Yeah, yeah. That's um, who you want. Were there any cops in the gym? Thought now, I, so. Yeah, oh, let me tell you when the cops would come in the gym. The cops would sit outside in their cop car, and uh, I had expired plates at one point, and so it was making me super nervous. I just hadn't gone and gotten the little tag, but like I almost called an Uber to pick me up because I thought they were staking my car out at the gym. I was like, why has he been out there behind my car so long? It's been an hour and a half. My, my workout has been over, and I'm walking laps around the gym. I'm like, I've walked three miles now, and he's still out there. 
They, Sir, we have reports there. there's a donut nearby. <laughs> they you sit know, out there what would be a... in their cars, what it is, and they come into the gym to use the bathroom because it's open 24 hours a day. Pieces Wait, of would shit. you say they sleep in their car? Yeah, they sleep in their car outside. Oh. They've got like the On night our trip. dime. Well, they're listening to the radio. You they know. don't work hard like us. Yeah. No, nothing like us. Certainly not. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, the firefighter guy was super hardcore. Um, and uh, the cops really never saw How about How about this for night. a sketch? There's a, a cop in the gym and he's doing a lat pull okay. and he's screaming at the weights to stop resisting. Mm. And then he, and then he starts shooting the plates. Last chance, could, asshole! Yeah, stop <laughs> resisting! And he's screaming at the and that's like the way he pumps himself up and he starts shooting all the iron plates. Uh, yeah. Deflections, killing patrons. You know, I, it, this is the this is a skeleton bare bones idea. I, I just thought of it a second plates, ago. But he ruined them. Yes. Yeah. Now he's well. No, they'd have to be. They bounce off the iron plates. Oh, they would. Oh yeah. I I always picture like the iron plates of like weightlifting plates as the lowest, most garbage quality iron. Is that not true? Yeah, but iron's like soft and malleable. Yeah, it's like crappy iron. As long as it weighs what you need, it doesn't matter. So like a pan. I imagine it is cast iron and it's brittle. But that like um, that iron is more soft and malleable. It would take yeah. a, a beating from pistol I, fire. I'm with you on the it's not like high quality I iron. Think, like maybe you yeah. don't want to build a ship out of it. But I feel like it's the most prestigious thing to lift, right? Like like iron plates. If it's beaten up, if, if Schwarzenegger lifted these old plates and there's a little bit of rust on them, but and, and these things have just gone up and down 1.7 million times by now. That's the hardcore like bodybuilder powerlifters gym this isn't no planet fitness this isn't there are no <laughs> soccer moms lifting that metal that is that is the cool shit have you ever hardcore. seen um mm-hmm. uh coops arnold classic machined uh um plates those really expensive it's got, like oh, arnold they have, like, his them face flexing. on them yeah it's, does it's, he like, have like um, in it they're like they're machined each one of them and they might be stainless steel or something like, I think like he has them with the defect too and that makes he them does like extra good the... like a penny or something yeah yeah are those the ones that like he's like look how thin this is no and it's 45 pounds too it's the opposite so you... these oh, are like okay. deep dish plates that were used for the arnold classic bodybuilding stuff uh at the at the competitions like they made their own plates for their event mm-hmm. and he's got rogue did and he's got a he's got a set of them I have a one. bunch of, of retarded nonsense in my gym that I don't need, but I've never splurged on a plate. I always get the absolute cheapest really? shit. Mine match. Yeah. My, mine, I, I, I could show them to you, but they have little handles that make them easy to grab, which mm-hmm. is extra special for me. That's and I, nice, yeah. I, I almost never fuss about it, but one of my hands is lame, like the fingers don't work. Yeah, so yeah. I'm extra happy to have plates that are extra easy to grab. and um, And they match. That's it. Yeah, I wanted bumper plates because I um, I remember in high school we had one set of bumper plates and they were only used by like the people doing power cleans and stuff. Obviously, it mm-hmm. makes sense. They're dropping the weights, but I yeah. always wanted to lift them. They said they were the cool weights. <laughs> and so I got two sets of, of bumpers. I got Titans and the Rogues and I like them. The bumper plates do look nice and it makes it look like you're lifting more because they're so fat. Yeah, especially the uh, the Titan ones because they're a little bit. I think it's the Titan ones where like the 45 is blue and so fucking thick. It's it's like three and a half inches thick. Oh, I didn't get blue ones. I have a set of red 45s and a set and two sets of black 45s. And I've done like the, you know, the three plate bench with those before. And like, it's the most impressive looking three plate mm-hmm. in the world. Cause it's like, like, I certainly don't want those micro like, Swedish plates that uh-huh. Coop has that it's like yeah, hey, US, you can uh, lift the same thing as the Norelco or whatever the fuck except you look like a bitch and it's like yeah. well, I don't want that they're forty fives like, but they're like an inch and a quarter thick or yeah something. I want enormous ship chains that actually weigh fifteen pounds like, that's, <laughs> that's what I yeah want. <laughs> I I forget who it was one of the powerlifting YouTubers was like the, the the plates are so thin they mess with your head like you think you should be able to lift it and you can't and mm-hmm. I would think it'd go the opposite. Like it would give me confidence. Some of my PRs have been set because of math errors, right? I think I can <laughs> do this easily. I'm like, what? Who? I'm struggling with 180 today. Oh, wait a minute, that was 205. Like, yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Damn, not a small if- math error either. <laughs> 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 a pretty rough one. <laughs> Grabbing a couple extra plates there. <laughs> <laughs> <Big> <laughs> <error>. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> a two. 
anyway, yeah, I don't know why I got 15 instead of 10, but anyway, uh, or 25, but instead of 20, but back on topic. Yeah. Yeah. So you would think little plates would be easier to lift, even though they're the same weight, because psychologically you feel like it's not a challenge, but mm -hmm. who knows? I've yeah. never entered a weightlifting competition. My father-in-law used to. Huh. Ooh. Does he, yeah. one of the uh, older guys who like kept lifting? Yeah. Yeah. So he got, and you know, I've, I respect it. I'll explain it, right? Like he has some first place trophies when there were only like one, two or three people in that competition. Mm -hmm. But in a way, he beat all the guys that stopped at 42. You know, like he has sure. defeated everyone who quit lifting at 31 years old. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, he got first place out of two. But he he's still in it. He's still yeah. the baddest 80 year old in this motherfucker. <laughs> and at yeah. the time he was, you know, <laughs> He wasn't like intentionally not going up against the best people. It's just that's who was doing it at the time. You know, it's like yeah. people who were really good baseball players in 1910. Like <laughs> they were playing the best people around. It's not their fault that like the plumber, you know, was also a shortstop for the Yankees. He was strong too. like, like I bet his strength was somewhere in between mine and, and the two of you. Like he wasn't a weak guy, even at yeah. over 65. How long did he lift? Like, uh, and until like the downhill cancer slide, so call it like seventy until the end. That's impressive, making it to seventy with the lifting routine. Yeah. That's what did it, by the way, the lifting. <laughs> That's what gave him cancer. Yeah. You, don't, <laughs> you don't think it was the uh, like chemical exposure for being a fireman or anything? It was sure, it was, no. No, no, it was, it was the exercise. It was that seracoded bar he got. He was. Lifting Sir, you have there. lat mm. cancer. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like, I can't, that's not true. Oh, no, like, they're huge. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best kind of cancer. <laughs> Could we uh, let it grow a little before we cut it out? I, I got to take some pictures in the, in the summer. Yeah, it's like, well, it could metastasize, but if you're willing to roll the dice, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's roll the dice here. It's like, oh, we have an insidious form of cancer. It's called fat-seeking stomach cancer. <laughs> it, it consumes the fat in your body, and it's like, all right, tell me when we get to the bad part. <laughs> it's like, well, here's the thing. is it, it eliminates all the essential ions in your body that create body odor. <laughs> like don't you dare try to heal me from this it's like it's called schwarzenegger syndrome <laughs> uh yeah. kyle you were telling it's us good uh, you were telling me before the thing started cheaters and tarkov worst you've ever seen it what's I think up? it's real bad it's real bad now um, what's your for people who don't play this game, it can be a little difficult sometimes to identify cheaters like yeah. if you get a headshot on the guy's first shot he might have been watching you for a little bit, picking a shot, or he yeah, might be a cheater. For sure. uh, it's not like other games, but like COD 4, where they're flying on top of buildings, typically. Yeah, I mean, I've seen guys fly on top of buildings and come up and talk to me. That that, that one guy was like, Kyle, is that you? Are you the real Kyle? <laughs> this wipe just, or a different wipe? Uh, last wipe, because okay. he, he could see my name and all my information. <laughs> read, And he was flying. Um, he went and gave me some free loot. I think he killed a cheated a player and brought me the cheated loot. I don't <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna say I was gonna turn that down. Have him kill me and take my things. If someone's but, uh, giving me money, I don't ask where it came I'm taking from. it. All right. <laughs> uh, no, this wipe. I, I think I'm pretty good at not calling out just good players. Like, like mm -hmm. I know what a good good players kill you so fast. It's damn. I'm bad at this game, aren't I? Like, like, but but you like hear the first bullet, or at least you you hear the way they're maneuvering. That they're like. They're they're jiggle peeking and they're using their sound and I, I can tell a good player from a cheater indoors and in the woods sometimes though it's just they turn your lights off. Yeah, I mean I had a guy that last night the guy had wall hacks and aimbot for sure because mm. you know I was just sitting still in a dark place and had been there for six minutes. We're just locking the whole resort down. I'm looking at a door. Two other people are looking at other doors, and the guy comes in. I'm waiting for him, and he like peeks real quick and fires instantly in the dark with a Mosin Nagant which is a bolt action <laughs> shit to your rifle and shoots me in the eyeball. Couldn't have been a lucky <laughs> no scope. Nope. <laughs> Cause then he takes, then he takes my shotgun and he proceeds to just shit on everybody. Um, doing the same stuff. So yeah, he was just cheating. I've had that same thing. Got cheated. I got killed by a guy who was just shooting me with suppressed bullets from, it, it it was impossible what he was doing. Yeah, so there's a lot, was, of, and I've heard it from the streamers too about just worst cheats ever. On what's the one with the mall? Help me, I can't think. Interchange. Of it. Interchange. So I'm in the mall. People who don't know this, it's a very poorly lit map. 
So you can sit in the dark and just be invisible. It's not a huge advantage because they hear your footsteps so well. But you can sort of just not be in the game. And me and two other friends were all sitting in different spots, hadn't moved for minutes. And uh, sure enough, the guy comes, picks us off one by one, all headshots, all like pre-fired as he went around the corner. He absolutely was cheating and had some sort of wall hacks. I had a guy in reserve just hitting headshots from dome. Which, if you don't know the game, means from very, very, very far away. And uh, you just can't hit headshots from that far away without cheats consistently. I mean, luck happens, but he took out. Yeah, you're just going to, like, knock him out. He wiped my four-man squad. Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? Uh, He he wiped your four-man squad. I was just going to say, like, you watch the best people play, and they don't do that. They're not just like, headshot, headshot, headshot at long range. Like, everybody's struggling. Yeah, Landmark can't do that. This no, guy's better than landmark, <laughs> unlikely. But you know, I, I I get really discouraged by those losses. But then you, you know, there's wins too. So I guess it, it it balances itself back up. But it's really discouraging. I had a hex, a hex grid on. I think that's why he came and cheated us, is because he could see across the map that I had expensive armor on. I think he just came for my armor and took it. Oh, I don't think hex grid was in the game when I played. It's the lightweight level six plate. Oh, sure. So it's it's Must really be expensive. It's better. Than, I think it's better than a slick. Ah, you can't buy them. You have to find them. I don't have another one. <laughs> <laughs> that was my one. <laughs> yeah, that's something new. It used to be you could buy pretty much anything on the flea market. Yeah, flea market's really um, diminished, uh, locked down now. They, they they've done their best to eliminate real money transactions, which is what fuels the cheating. Uh, at least the cheating that's not for fun. There's plenty of people who are just cheating because they like cheating people, but sure. there's a lot of people who cheat because they make a living doing it. There were, or maybe are, professional cheaters in the game for people who don't play. And uh, they would go in there. They The goal is to go to that map and leave with more stuff than you came with. That's the objective. So these people would come, use their cheats to grab all the best stuff, and then for surprisingly low prices, like I think you give them like 5 or $10, yeah. they'll give you what would take an honest player a half a day to earn for five bucks and you know there's the cheaters that are the problem and then there's people that pay the cheaters that keep the cheaters going and kind of are cheating themselves because they have better gear than they would have otherwise had so you can both of those people are just crushing you someone was telling me um uh, there's a couple of cheaters that are in like the discord or they they have been cheated they'll be like um I'm like, oh, I'm like, why doesn't your Tarkov name match your Discord name? Like, oh, I'm like, man, I got banned. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what did you get banned for? I don't like talking about it. <laughs> like, I think we got a cheater here, boys. And he said that the way the cheats worked is they like give you a key and you use some third party website. You like enter that key and then it gives you temporary access to the cheats like a day. Like you might oh. buy 24 hours access to this, to all the cool cheats. And it's expensive, they said. Like you're spending tens and tens of dollars for a, a couple hours access to this and hundreds of dollars if you want to be a full-time cheater. So the the thing is, I, I, I guess on the people who write the hacks, it's a sustained effort to constantly dodge and update it and make sure that it doesn't get caught by the filters. So they, they put a lot of work into it. Yeah. And they charge it, a lot and they... It's a shame. I wish they would just stick to labs and cheat people there. Labs is the the big dick map that where where you know most of the money is supposed to be. Um, I'm I'm just trying to get my god. Are you gonna be done? Are you gonna done? is as is the cheating getting to that critical mass of no because this is more frustrating than fun. I'm done. No, because then I go in with a P90 and I shoot kids in the knees and break their legs and throw grenades at their feet and it's hilarious because they scream and beg. People are do- sometimes people are doing their quests in this game, and you can catch them like they'll be like, "No, no, please, bro! I just need to go in this room and turn a knob and pull a screw and and stick my thumb up my ass and then leave, and and then it's all done. I've been working so hard, and you're just like, oh yeah, well go ahead, just put your gun away, and then I'll let him go up there and open the door that's like he needs to open, and then and just murder him right there. Yeah, and he, he also and you know the what? Door, so I get that to go makes, in and do my thing. That's different. Mm-hmm. That makes the game more fun, because now when he finally does complete that mission, he's going to have a sense of satisfaction. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> if, if, if every mission he was an immediate that. win, it would be no fun. Right, that, you're you're adding a little spice, little a little life experience to that. No, we don't. No participation trophies in Tarkov. Okay, you're, no. I'm not going to let you walk in the room and do your thing. And no, this is a game for winners. Do you kill questers all the time. Do, all I mean, as much as I can. <laughs> I, I target them specifically. I go. There's. Let a me quest. ask this: On the other side, do you ever say, "Please don't kill me. I'm questing." 
I'll say anything it takes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even questioning. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a liar. I'll say all kinds of shit. Like there's this weird interaction you have in the game, this little social experiment, if you will, where there are PMCs and there are scavs. And there's, it's hard to tell the difference. And if you're a scav, you cannot kill fellow scavs. It, the game mm. penalizes you. You don't want to do it. So if you're in a room and I'm in a room, we can't see each other. I'm like, hey, how's it going? I'm a scav. Who are you? And he says, I'm a scav. I lied. I'm not a scav. I'm a PMC. He's mm -hmm. admitted to me that he's a scav. And now we have a friendly conversation about nonsense. And I walk into the other room as soon as I hear him open a box and I shoot him in the, in the, in the head. Have you ever and, gotten hoodwinked where someone no, else no, because scav reverse scaved you? Because I make them press F1 and their character speaks out aloud and I hear Russian and I go get them. Oh, only the scavs speak Russian. No, but most it's the voice line. It, it's there's a little minutia there. There are some Russian. Oh, I am a scav friend. Like <laughs> pretty much. Um, now, now Woody, they have a Russian character who speaks broken English. So there's oh, a guy I've running been waiting around for that. It's so fun. You can be a bear and your guy's like. Hurry this way, my friends! It's great. It's that was a promise for a year now. Like that, <laughs> great. I wanted it to have to Nikita. It needs to have Nikita's voice line where he stuttered for like thirty seconds. I mean, <laughs> you don't know it, but anyway, yeah. No, Tarkov, maybe you'll get to play it again. Um, if you want to play um private matches with us, you don't need anything. All you have to do is join, and we'll drop any and everything at your feet because it's a private match. We don't lose it, and you don't have to feel guilty about like burning kits. It it uh it'd be great. Um, we we Maybe were doing that right before there. the game here. We all go into a, a small map with pistols and no armor. That way, like bullets actually work. Or we do the opposite. We all put level six armor on and bring pistols that are shit. <laughs> <laughs> Headshots only. No helmets with visors. <laughs> we're, we're walking tanks and then and then you bring shitty pistols, so the pistols jam every fifth shot. So everybody's like, ah. <laughs> uh. I'm out of I'm rusty at Tarkov now. I, I, uh, I don't know Lighthouse. I should be, but I I've played enough on the Woods expansion that a normal person would know it really well. But I still can get. Lost. We still don't know it. Me and Larry were on there earlier. We don't know it well enough. We're, we were really? we were. It's like we're going in the right direction, but left, right, middle. Who knows that way? <laughs> yeah, I. It, it just the landmarks in that are tricky to work with. You get lost. Well, if you want to play with us, you're you're more than welcome. We're always in the uh, the fifty dollar Discord down there, uh, having a good old time. I've been streaming to, to those guys, and I've gotten a few of them infected with the game. Uh, they Ooh. they went and purchased the game, and there there's a bunch of noobs in there Damn. starting out, getting their bronze pocket watches and salevas and shit. So I need time. to I need to keep trying to get people into magic. I mean, <laughs> magic's the more fun game. Nobody's cheating in magic. It's all skill and luck <laughs> and my, money my son and... got a game I, uh, it's like magic but i think it's is it called disney villains oh disney villains okay yeah I'm, I'm not familiar with that don't go too hard on him because he's a, he's a nice kid <laughs> i love I I'll, I'll, i'm two thumbs up to any trading card games i think they're yeah. so much fun i really like this them. is it's new to to us and my family and uh but it, it the play looks a lot like magic does to me on based on what little i know like if you look at the fourth okay. picture then, you can see they're like stacking mm -hmm. cards on cards that have abilities and stuff like that so colin's just getting into this maybe he'll graduate to magic someday yeah looks, that looks like fun man i wish i had I, games I like this when i was good. a kid like like I, what am I talking about? I was so goddamn spoiled rotten. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what am I talking about? You know what I do wish I had? You piece of shit, Kyle. What are you talking about? You had a four-wheeler and a rifle. <laughs> but no board games. <laughs> a little lower than that. <laughs> I see the kids, and they've had them for a while now. Electric-powered vehicles, right? Little, like, even from the back in the day, they had, like, Barbie mm. cars in the 90s that were powered. Uh, back Back in my day, you had to pedal that shit or do the like Fred Flintstone business. And it's just I had the Jeep. Now. I had the Jeep uh, mm -hmm. when I was five. I remember it so well, riding that Jeep in front of the house, uh, the highway there, Sam, our dog playing around, dad over here, you know, just like riding that mm -hmm. thing. I have strong memories of riding that little uh, battery powered car. I got it for like my fifth or fourth birthday at my grandmother's house. It was a big deal. Uh, at my last house, uh, my neighbor has two 
has two little daughters. I don't know, kids age, eight and seven, eight and nine, something like that. One of them has a little pink electric car. The thing goes so goddamn fast. <laughs> she stops stop lights. Like, like, like she's, she's driving through the neighborhood and it's like, and she's, go, it's going at least running speed. Like it's going, it's going fast. That's like, I, like, I think she could, I, I think, she, I don't think I could catch her if she was trying to <laughs> Yeah, lithium ion. It's going to make the cars better. It's going to burn a few kids, but that's a sacrifice we need to make. I could just yeah. see her like hitting one like, unlucky kids in the walking road. around anyway. She like hits a bump and that, that, that battery gets dented and now it's just burning, <laughs> but she's a kid, so she doesn't know to stop. So it's just <laughs> this big, bright blue and white fire burning. Holy shit. <laughs> gosh. Seats four, you can bring friends. What a waste it's of money. See, whenever you see something like 24 this, volt, oh. yeah, but look, two grand, you can buy a used car. Yeah, but you're gonna put your kid in the car. Yes, it, that's yes. more dangerous, I think. Well, <laughs> you know, you actually, you in there with them, ah, Kyle, you're not thinking straight. The cars are only 12 volt. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Right. Yeah, technically what's, right, but I am missing a detail or two. What's the weight limit on this? Well, it weighs. <laughs> Is it three hundred pounds? Ages <laughs> six and older, you qualify. Yes, up to one hundred thirty-two pounds. All right, so I can have like some of my lower body. Well, look, you get the- a couple of these things, tape them together. <laughs> like, like, dude, I'd have to wear these like skates. one one on each foot yeah that would be fun dangerous yeah talking about the trading card thing it's it's funny you mention it i uh i had this this wooden shelf my dad and i made just this cheap crappy thing for all those storage tubs in my basement and one of the shelves broke and so i went down there today after long months of procrastinating this and started disassembling it and like taking the tubs out and part of the way that i got myself like amped up for that kind of task is i was like you know it's been years, like way before your last apartment. Like these tubs haven't been opened since you lived in fucking Idaho. Like there could be magic cards in there. There could be Lord of the Rings cards from years ago. There could be so much stuff in there. And so I was like, okay, I can trick myself into doing some organizing if it's like a hidden agenda of I'm going to find magic and Lord of the Rings cards. Didn't expect to find, I expected to find some magic cards. I know I had like an old binder, but I didn't expect any Lord of the Rings cards. I found a huge box of old Lord of the Rings cards. They're from like 2001 and 2002. And I I spent like hours last night, like going through some of them because uh, I, I found a, a separate box and then I found more down there. And I was looking through, finding them all. And so I went online and I found these like, because I, I have some friends who have successfully bullied in my real life to play magic with me on Magic the <laughs> Gathering Arena. And I also like, I have some uh, packs here, like physical magic cards. I don't collect the cards anymore. I just have them for like drafting because you need unopened packs to do drafts with friends. You can't do it with, with open shit. And, uh, but the Lord of the Rings one, I like sent a picture to my buddy and I'm like, dude, I'm teaching you how to play Lord of the Rings. I'm teaching how to play magic already. This is like magic. It's a trading card game, except it's way less complicated, a different vibe, bunch of fun. If you like Lord of the Rings, cause it's very on point, all the images on the cards, it's stills from the movies. So it's very much like hand in glove with the movies. And so I went and I found on eBay, a bunch of starter decks from Lord of the Rings. And so I did spend a couple hundred bucks on <laughs> old starter decks from Lord of the Rings and convinced myself like, now you'll just have them forever because what happened? Like I, I used to have so many of these, and then they all got destroyed in my mom's house in a flood in like 2002, 2003. Right. It's like thousands of cards, Magic and Lord of the Rings, mostly Lord of the Rings at the time, uh, just destroyed. And so I'm like, I'm back in the mix. Thank God. I don't have anyone to play these games with other than my wife on a day-to-day basis. So I'm not as tempted to be buying a bunch of physical stuff anymore. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm thank God for Magic the Gathering Arena like giving me the out to like play for, for mostly free because I can totally like, I was looking at card prices on Lord of the Rings, like singles websites earlier today. And I, and I like had to exit out. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You're going to order singles for a card game that went out of business in 2006. I'm baffled by this. So this is a card game that went out of business in 2006. Old Lord of the Rings. No one imagine I was telling you a story, Taylor. (laughs) I moved from apex seven years ago and there's boxes I've never opened. And you know what I, you know what I found Taylor? 
old batteries, double A, <laughs> <laughs> D's, nine volts. None of them had a charge. I some of them a little flat motherfuckers. Yeah. Don't watch it. <laughs> some of them match. Some of them didn't match. Old batteries, all of the boxes full of. So I got into it, of course. I new batteries to the back. I had to tell myself, stop buying physical batteries. First thing first, organize, yeah. but not by yeah. voltage. Batteries are a thing. But... Did you know? Do you know like how much my like I brought all the magic cards and everything. I have a shit ton of them unorganized on my dining room table, this giant table. I'm like amped to go through and organize them. I was going through cards and it was like, like the way dogs will respond to something an owner did when they were six weeks old. They don't even know. Like I just started flipping through the physical cards. I feel my stress melt away. I feel my happiness going up. I'm just, I, I love it. I opened a, a couple packs and I was doing a draft with a friend a couple weeks go ago. eBay and make some what? bad financial decisions. Well, I, I've never been a big eBay user, and quickly I decided I'm not, I'm not getting into it because I'm going to find a bunch of shit that I want, and oh, then I'll convince myself that, that it's an investment. So You'd be so happy. Sometimes, well, I don't want to ever sell this stuff. I want to have them forever so I can play with I'll, friends and teach people how to I'm play. I'm not suggesting you invest in. I'm saying you buy joy. Yes. <laughs> okay. Sold. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that's the easiest way to get fleeting joy. <laughs> Just spending money stupidly. <laughs> uh, that, those are, have you ever? You guys ever do that? I know Kyle has. Where like you get absolutely baked out of your mind, and then you wake up the no. next morning and you think like, oh, my Amazon orders. Like, what the fuck did I order? What stupid nonsense? Lord of the Rings starting deck lot of twelve. That's not too bad. I already, I actually have most of those. Uh, not all of them. And Give me yeah, not how happy you'd be with the set. I need I to know. bring the worm tongue, and I and I can't, I can't have it if it's not in the case. Well, I think that that Saruman Black Rider on the top right actually does have a Grima in there. Yeah. 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 Grima was a villain. He was he was a sneaky fella. Well, he wasn't well, very good though. He was weak. Oh his, really? His, Grima Worm Tongue was a bad guy. Yes, and he was we, he, he was he was one of the bad guys who his abilities. I think he could like just demand to fight your ring bearer right away. You didn't get to oh. assign him. It's it's a bunch of fun. God damn it, Kyle! I wish you would get back into magic at least. Dude, that game is like pay to win. Like 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 roll some dice and oh look what happened this time. No, just don't just don't spend any money. Just stop. Uh, just, our, our, it's too late. I already spent the money. Pay to win or free to lose. The choice is yours. All right, you spent the money. Now you want my joy as well? Oh, that was, it was fun playing. Well, I mean, you it's could come play Tarkov, and you could be like that. there's a guy that plays Learning Tarkov. curve so much harder. No, he's a pacifist. He doesn't even use guns. He just goes in and, like, he, he treats it like he's a he, he's just fists out. He's just like, a he's, traitor? He, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> he's just, he's just he's a just... traitor. He goes in and finds cigarettes and, and, and like alkali and fucking batteries. Does he try to do any quests? As many as he can, but you get quest lock real quick and you ones. can't kill anything. <laughs> so he's that strong in his pacifist beliefs. Yes. What a what horrible way to play the game. That sounds Didn't, boring. Um, Jericho do that for a bit. I Was he a FPS pacifist? I don't know. He ran a riot shield. I don't know. I don't know anything don't about that. that. Are you um, keeping his secret, or you literally don't know about? I literally have no memory. I didn't of know he, he did that. Yeah, he used a fake voice, and I'm 99 sure it was him. It was a okay. successful channel for a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't a, a gimmick that really had a lot of legs, but it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There were there were a lot of people who tried to do like like various gimmicks, right? Uh, like, like like only use me. Blade kind of had his thing. And he, he invented the, the idea of the gimmick. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Although, you know, snipers in general, people who just would only use a sniper or a quick scope, mm -hmm. it's almost a gimmick. But 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 his thing, knifing, was was sort of counter to the whole idea of the game in general. Mm -hmm. Nobody was surprised if you told him, Yeah, I only run a sniper. They're like, oh, cool, you're a sniper. Yeah. But so if you're like, Yeah, else. I only use the knife, I'm only using me blade, they're like, What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. How <laughs> are you not bored? <laughs> It's possible, right? Because the knife is the most powerful close quarters weapon. It was. They kind of nerfed it over time and made it a little more difficult. But you go back to COD 4, if you're in a room with a guy and he thinks to use a knife and you don't, or Commando on Modern Warfare 2, uh, I think you're muted, Kyle. Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Um, but I, I did mean COD 4 when I said it. Like the, the knife was really good in that room. And then, of course, Commando with Modern Warfare 2 was even better. <sighs> 
if you're clever and you think ahead and you know how to navigate in such a way, then you can get somewhere. You had the tactical knife too, where you had like the pistol and the knife and you could. Yeah. And, yeah, and was there was one you could shoot or then there's the throwing knife. Ballistic like, knife. Yeah. Yeah. Ballistic <laughs> knife. It's, yeah. yeah have, that have, was hard. You've though. used ballistic knives in real life, right? Um, I've used a spring loaded ballistic knife and I've used a knife that has a gun in it. <laughs> it's a big it's like a big fuck off knife right kind of like that sog thing you have but there's a gun inside <laughs> and you push a button and it shoots a bullet out of like the handle at a person i you can hit a person with it I, I shot some targets with it you're just pointing so if you were to hit me with a ballistic knife and i'm 18 feet away am i hurt <sighs> if i hit you I would, from 18 feet away with there? a ballistic knife if I were to throw my knife at you from 18 feet away, you would likely think, oh, cool. Woody gave me his knife. Now I have a knife and he doesn't. If you threw a knife at me from 18 feet away and you knew how to throw a knife, I think you would grievously wound me as long as <laughs> I wasn't wearing armor. I think that it would go into me three or four inches into like my soft belly meat if it was a big, mm -hmm. sharp knife. And I would be terrified of what was going to yeah. come next because you just threw a knife at me and hurt me <laughs> and, and now you're coming <laughs> three four throwing knives where that came from and you want your knife back <laughs> oh yeah well, he's not gonna leave it in you he needs it back <laughs> like like I, I know that you're running at me right now okay see that's a different kind of knife that's a throwing knife that's a throwing, this is knife. A throwing that's for knife, targets yeah. I bet yeah, that I holds fingerprints well. Keep that in yeah. mind. <laughs> <laughs> you a pair right. of throwing gloves. Um, so they... You know, I, I don't have a good answer for you. The one I had was spring-loaded. Uh -huh. uh, I'm assuming that they used to make one that was pneumatically charged or maybe a blank cartridge, and maybe it could shoot a knife faster, further. But I just can't imagine something that shoots a blade and doesn't it doesn't tumble after a very short distance. That's why throwing knives is actually a real thing. Not in combat necessarily, but it's a real thing that you can throw knives accurately and hit targets because people have the arm move it down and they know how many times to rotate the blade or whatever. I, is it but, a real, like yeah. is, so throwing axes? Uh, I've seen that. I've seen people who are good at it, but I think they're good at it from a very known distance with a very mm -hmm. like with a particular axe. I don't think there are people who can just randomly hit things with spinning axes. Like you can a gun, right? Yeah. If I yeah, put and, you and, and in like various distance, feet, oh, that guy and this guy over here and up mm -hmm. close to whatever long range, I don't care. I don't think yeah. they can do that. Right. No I don't think there are many people who can anyway. Have you guys and gone historic before? I have. There's a place really near me. I don't think historically mm -hmm. they would have thrown a lot of weapons. Uh, like, like I know that um, I think the Romans were the ones who would often open up, open up with a, a volley of javelin uh, mm -hmm. throws. Uh, they would fucking chunk those things and then go to their spears and and shields. Well, um, something about the uh, the oh, Roman nice. javelins that, uh, that those are neat. But something about the Roman javelins. Sharp. So if you look up the way that they designed them, the metal that sticked out that stuck out the front of the Roman javelins was super super bendy, and so it was designed so that no matter what it hit, it was going to end up bending. Whether you missed and hit the ground or whether you hit somebody, it would go into them and bend. But the main goal mm. was at the very least, if you missed it's going to bend in the ground. Like, it's not going to be able to be thrown back to you. Oh, and if you hit, in it's my stout, head, yeah. this is the first mushroom, or hollow, hollow tip bullet, as I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, if people don't know a hollow tip bullet, it goes in really pointy, and then it mushrooms out and does extra damage because little pieces flay and it's wider. Yeah. A bendy javelin maybe does a little extra damage on the way in. And mm -hmm. throwing tomahawks to me, like like initially, I kind of think of that as a Native American thing, but that doesn't make a lot of sense because they would have had stone axes, right, H and yeah. stone hatchets until we got there. So it's not like they have some long history of throwing steel axes. I, I don't know if that it seems like you'd more you'd be either. more apt to throw a stone axe because it's like who fucking cares? It's, this is <laughs> no, it took so long to make. That's pretty embarrassing. But it wouldn't so take a lot make. less time to make than a metal one. No, it'd be so, uh, yeah, it's so much easier to make them. If you have the technology to make metal axes, then you can crank them How out. Do you get metal out of the ground. Out of the ground, well, then okay, you that part I knew. But like, do you just burn rocks and shake them a lot? And yeah, yeah, you them? break them. You break them up first, and then you're. Uh, I, I watched a guy do this on YouTube. He he's like, all right, so we're gonna. Oh, we got a little metal here. And he's like getting it out of the ground. It's like it, mm -hmm. it's like rocks, and he's breaking the rocks up, melting the rocks down, smelting them, if you will, and mm -hmm. then getting. But so the heat separates it makes the metal drip out of the dirt 
Crazy he gets this calling, scum yeah. on top. It's that called he was slag. Like, that he was yeah. the slag, yeah. And he's like scraping that off, leaving that mirrory iridescent liquid metal behind. Yeah. And then he's able to do stuff with that. And it depends on the kind of metal. So like steel, like you can't, like that has to be like tempered and folded and stuff. And so like something like bronze, like the Bronze Age, that was, bronze is easier to use because like Brass you can just pour it into a mold. And so they would just have a mold of a sword. And so to make a bronze sword, you just poured bronze in it. Forgive me if this is the sort of thing everyone knows. Isn't steel like iron with carbon? Is that yeah. what that is? Yeah. And where do they get the carbon? Charcoal? It's, like it's from the uh, the heating process. It's imparted into it because they're okay. they're sticking it into those those charcoal uh, those coals and heating mm-hmm. it, I believe. And they're imparting. Uh, so you put iron in a bunch of coals and you get steel that comes out. After, after from the hammering i i, I believe um, after a certain temperature i don't know how metal works the more we talk about this I'm I, I, I've, I've watched a bunch of youtube videos that's, that's as far as i know but, but i have you're a, right with the pouring because I, I watched that show the other day where they they watch movies and tv shows and like they had a sword master and he watched the game of thrones scene where they melt down ned stark sword and make two smaller swords and he's like that's not at all how that works even if that was a big enough sword to make two smaller swords you just melted it. All the carbon left that there is mm-hmm. now less material there than there was to begin with. And now you have iron again. That's not that's not even steel anymore. Like you got to start over. Ah. <laughs> I, I didn't know. How I, that that, I, I sometimes briefly understand how like quenching versus slow cooling works. And then I forget. So, <laughs> yeah, I never knew even to start in the movies. You're always seeing them quench. Like every time they get it hot, they're like, and have a quench in some oil. But that's like what you do when you're finished. Uh, that's once you do that, you're locking that in. You're, you're locking that. Uh, so when do you put it in sand and let it slow cool? I don't know anything about that. I have no idea. That's, that is a thing. I'm certain of it. But I Maybe just forget that's if, when. Uh, if you want steel, that's not um, as tempered. If you melt know. steel, it turns it, it, back like, into iron. That doesn't sound right. It has to be right. It's on YouTube, Taylor. You can't just say bullshit definitely things definitely on YouTube. There's definitely no worse. checkers in this process. <laughs> I, mean, I believe you. I just... It's <laughs> well, I'm saying it on YouTube. That's why. <laughs> you're right. When you're right, you're right. Zach, if you melt steel, it turns back into either worse steel or iron, right? In any case, it doesn't have all the folds and the lattice work of the fucking atoms with the carbon. I've seen the fucking picture of them. But hmm. no, I back to the point that we we're at. I don't think anybody ever threw their fucking weapons away like back when they would have to work so hard to make a stone axe. You'd have to chip that flint or whatever uh, stone you're using forever. I just feel like I could turn a stone into a lousy, shitty wedge much easier than I could turn rocks into metal into weapons. Oh, so, well, see, that's my point that I'm not talking about you having to do it. I'm talking about a culture that can versus okay. another and a culture that can't. So the culture who can make steel, they've already got that. They, they got a blacksmith already. Like, like there's a mm-hmm. guy set up to do that. It's the Indians. The reason the Indians couldn't make steel wasn't for their lack of blacksmiths. It was for their lack of any understanding about the whole process. Yeah. They know? didn't know how to get the resources out of the ground or even that yeah. it was there. Like yeah, they didn't they know how to turn it into something useful. Yeah, they had no idea. They, they're behind a, a tech tree. Yeah. It's a and funny it's thing how like simple things can be the hard way to do it when they're really efficient at doing it the hard way. Like if, if you if you took a knife to your seat and cut it in like seven different ways, you would think the easy thing to do would be to like replace the ripped panels and this is a car seat I'm imagining mm-hmm. and put it back together. But I bet it's easier just to get a new seat. Because they're prepared and made to do that. There's an assembly line. Like it's cheaper mm-hmm. and better. And having some artisan restitch in your replacement panel cl- of cloth would be a, the wrong way, probably. Yeah. yeah. Making that up. That's but a there, bad example with cars because there's a, we would, I would often people do, do that. Better. People be like, I want leather. I have to have leather. And I'm like, all right, well, let me say this piece of shit. And, and we'll, for $700, we'll put leather in it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and we we had a shop that would for seven hundred dollars he'd fucking throw leather seats in a car like, like he'd, he'd put leather on top of the existing seats he'd reupholster it i yeah. see i see or uh, well, then that's a bad example like but you wanted but there are things right like if you damage it if you poked a hole in your monitor you get a new monitor you don't find a monitor repair man phone i don't know yeah they're, they're I, I see your point i see your point yeah so a culture that can do something can do that one thing pretty well i was building on that idea Mm-hmm. Man, it. I'm glad I've never had to go to war. Like, like, like seems I, awful. I, 
it's it hasn't been that long in history when like men could say that yeah of course i wasn't never worried about going to war and i never was never once in my life did i think there was any chance that i would be drafted into a war but that's a new thing like that's a thing that's like 50 years old yeah yeah it's very recent that you're not expected every to like other generation and die in a war. Every other and generation would have thought that any war popping off, they'd be like, "Oh shit, oh shit." I hope this doesn't get too bad. Because and it, it is like, me. isn't that funny of like our own human naivete that like we're like, well, it's been like, well, yeah, it was like that where you had to go fight and die for things for the first eternity, but then forty, <laughs> but then forty-seven years ago it changed, and so this is something that will never happen again, ever and ever, because history is not cyclical; it's a line. Of progress and it's like no no eventually right. you can tell it's true taylor because there's no wars happening now no there's tons of war i'm just saying <laughs> in, in a, yeah if it was true that war was a thing of the past that there wouldn't be some new oh, ones yeah. cropping up within the last two months there's always good good wars cropping up yeah but none that, none that require me and that's all that matters to me like, like yeah what, when they when they're like, we need the thirty six year old felons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're only play like four years out from being really unattractive. For a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just roll the number back like an odometer. <laughs> yeah, you be when you get to thirty nine, you stay at thirty nine, and then wait five years, and we'll cross together. I think thirty sevens <laughs> as old as you can, like uh, volunteer. Oh, really? oh, I there's no I could way be they're wrong. taking 37 year olds, are they? I I know it because I had a friend who worked in computer security, and it was it's one of the pathways people take to get security clearances. I feel like they'd have to be desperate for 30 to be drafting almost 40 year olds. Um, oh, I'm talking about signing up. Like they'll take you. It's what we're talking about, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So Zach looked up uh, having to do with uh, getting drafted. I want to look at volunteers, how old you can volunteer. Yes. They'll let you do something, I bet. Until the age of 35. Missed your chance. Missed your calling to be a military man. So that is also about being drafted, though, right? They're required to register for the draft and are liable for training and service until 35. That might be a good indicator of... It is. It does. I wonder if that 35 number is also used for volunteers. I know they have like uh, the military has like an IQ threshold that like if you score lower than a certain IQ, the military has like determined through testing that like you can't even reliably peel potatoes without being an enormous liability. And so Jordan Peterson talks about that all the time. Jordan Peterson will (laughs) say some simple fucking shit and act like it's the most mind blowing concept ever. (laughs) I know you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. This is going to blow your fucking mind. But if you were in Germany in 1938, you might side with the Germans. Yeah, no. Get out. You You mean how every war has gone ever? (laughs) <laughs> where the people from a country tend to take that side Whoa, mind blown like, you mean to tell me that ethnic Germans were supporting Germany and ethnic Italians were supporting Italy in world wars what Like, what, what, they didn't go by color coordination and like favorite band Dude, I have seen him give this speech to so many different audiences like yo you would think you'd be the one guy who told all the Germans you know what I think what we're doing is wrong here but no you probably wouldn't and it's like mm-hmm. yeah I, I know I'm aware of how groupthink works this isn't blowing mind blowing to me in the slightest and uh, just because yeah. you know that so though, in the 60s totally, yeah in the 60s there was this this program uh, to bolster the armed forces. And the idea was to lower the bar. I may have told you guys about this before. Um, it was it, it was uh, uh, um, Robert McNamara, I think, was the guy behind the program because they were called McNamara's Morons. Mm-hmm. Previously, mm-hmm. the floor had been 80 for IQ, for, for entry. And he was like, nah, nah, nah. Get that out of here. We're taking them all. And not just the retarded people. We want the feeble-minded. We mm-hmm. want the psychopathic we want the criminally uh uh insane insane. (laughs) yeah give us all your worst like you take you know that that thing that says on the statue of liberty give me your fucking poor your your sickly your Mm -hmm. weak and retard that's his own little suicide squad and they tried to train these guys up to be they called them mcnamara's morons to be like mechanics it was a huge failure because of the vast majority of them could not read 
so training that was like impossible. They'd be like, all right, turn to page three of your, and, and, and they can't read. Like mm-hmm. it, it was, I'm, like, I was, was with them on some of those, you know, the criminally insane. Okay. You have my attention. You have my, <laughs> all right. You'll be dropped behind enemy lines with nothing but a jar of Kool-Aid and this knife. Good luck. In your own <laughs> devious mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I forget what that. Jordan Peterson's IQ number is. 73, 76, something like that. And he's like, the army has decided that below that number, they're not good to have in the army. And I'm like, I'm not the least bit surprised. You, know, you take me a kid who can't make a wreath out of a paper plate and some construction paper, and I will show you a kid who's not very good at fighting wars. And I'll show you a mind tester. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. There's a candy expo at the other end of this forest, everyone. Get going. You don't want to miss the sale. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. You know, they keep charging fearless. <laughs> They, they hand him the minesweeper, and it's literally a mop and some ear warmers. And he's just yeah. out there waving it around while he walks through the field. <laughs> ear, warmer. uh, ear warmers and blindfolds. And, yeah, that would be a good way to do it. If you hear a beep, that's a mine. Stop. Yeah, stop. Okay. So when, you, when you hear a beep, celebrate by doing a jig. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it looks like 83 is the Retard number. Squad so found another mine, sir. God damn it, those men are brave. <laughs> Dude, yeah. today, like we got as like the, the rain, right? We got such bad flooding today. Like the news has been saying, like they estimated it as like a one in five hundred year flood. It's the most water they've ever seen come down in like a twelve hour period in St. Louis. Some areas got a foot. Uh, in t- all of Highway seventy throughout the St. Louis area was flooded. Like there are pictures of the cars there. One person has died. Oh. It was an older lady that like got trapped in like eight and a half feet of water and I guess drowned when someone tried to get her out. But other than that, no one's been hurt. But. Not Jimmy Johns. Not Jimmy Johnson. What is that? So South County. Yeah. Is the water not just draining into the Mississippi and down somewhere else? Did the Mississippi, the Mississippi rise? Uh, I'm sure the Mississippi ri- rose a lot. Yeah, the it always rises. But not, a lot that's not much. So when the flooding that I'm used to on that level is, I lived on this little island in New Alf, New Jersey, and the ocean would rise. Mm-hmm. So that's like literally, you could lay down in that and paddle your surfboard into the ocean. Is that what I'm looking at? Is that the the Mississippi River? Is that high now? It's that right there. I I think that one's probably a result of like the flooding where the entire ground got waterlogged too quick and all the sewers got full. And so there's just no more drainage. Like there's, so now we just have to wait. Like there's infrastructure is just not made for. Yeah. It's not made for this much rain. Like like you said, when the round get, when the ground stops absorbing water and every drop that falls just stays there on top, like mm -hmm. you end up with like smaller tributaries over, overfilling their banks and you end up with those. Like I'm on a hill, so I don't have to worry about flooding thankfully, but my cousin sent me a, a text and like she, whole entire backyard like feet of water her entire basement is like like chest high with water like just house pretty much destroyed are looters a concern are looters a concern i mean i can't imagine they're gonna anyone would be looting these (laughs) these water homes maybe some sort of scavengers like walking around outside you need to deal with ah could be uh not near me uh hopefully well you never know oh look faithchurch.com Head on over there, folks. That's a, that's a, new, that's and that, a that steak and shake. That must be the only open steak and shake in in the area. They're still looking like they're open. But yeah, can this- we unironically get a sponsor like faithchurch.com and talk about the Lord <laughs> and like like we can make table uh, ta- Taylor's Bible stories sponsored by faithchurch.com. <laughs> this sounds great. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, they'll pay. They're, they got they got a guy. I would money. love to. Uh, like, I like hey, St. we run Louis. a faith based podcast, and Minister Taylor likes to do Bible stories. He sort of modernizes yes, them for the for the young <laughs> for the younger audience, and we'd love to <laughs> sponsor uh, 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 that segment of our of our show. It's right before the the the. Faith with fr- with family and the and the prayer hour. <laughs> That's gonna be our new show. <laughs> I feel like Taylor doesn't flex on St. Louis enough. St. Louis was pretty. Yeah. I just rode my motorcycle through it. I was there for minutes. So I'm pretty much an expert. There you go. Um, one, 
Mississippi River is one of America's cooler things that we have going on. There's like Grand Canyon. We got a couple of oceans, maybe three. I'm not sure. And uh, the Gulf. I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, we have a mountain range and we have the Mississippi River. Like we talk about the Great Lakes all the time. The Mississippi River is their equal. It's it's cool. You look at it. It's like Niagara Falls. Just how much gosh darn water is moving. It's like so there's, wild. There, it's really wide, it's an enormous river, probably deep, and and there's just so and the water moves quickly, and like there are full fucking twe- trees just going with the flow, and mm-hmm. no one is like surprised that it picked up any trees along the way. It's just like yeah, yeah, you know, there, yeah. there's water and logs and trees and stuff. There's you know, there's no little... like in the Mississippi where you're like, oh, you just got to go to that bend and just hang out. It's beautiful. It's like no, it's a miserable disgusting giant river the whole way like people try and swim in it people try and swim across it every year and every year people drown you always focus on them i bet a lot of people swim across it successfully you could i would would, would, would bet on you you could do it but these guys (laughs) i told you about the story um, one guy jumped in and then six of his friends tried to get him out all six of them drown and someone saved the initial guy a little bit down the river so that's a that's a fucking nightmare for the rest I of your bet life. That guy who saved the initial guy could have swam across. He should have. Yeah, he's he just like, played. you know what? I'm feeling fatigued. Those other six can can fuck no, off. No. Well, he, yeah, save the guy and then flex on him by doing what he could. Yeah. Now watch, watch how you should do this. That's the move right there. Yeah, there's I saw the bridge. photo you sent of St. Louis, and it was like, I was like, oh, there's the arch and. All right. Like, <laughs> well, there, there's no blues game going on right now, so there's not much going on down there. Oh, yeah. I saw I saw John Mulaney at the Enterprise Center where um where the Blues play, and he was hilarious, super super funny. You know, John Mulaney is uh, yes, very comedian, very really famous funny comedian. Guy. He had some really funny bits about. It. Recently, he had like a, a a cocaine relapse. Like, I guess he was addicted to cocaine in a big way and had to go to rehab for, for cocaine. So he had some really funny bits about his celebrity intervention of all these people and like how, you know, horrible he was during it. Really, really funny show. They also, they gave us these things though, that I texted Chiz about. They're these pouches that you put your phone in and then they take a locking mechanism and they lock it. And so you just have to carry around this like foam, like satchel with your phone in it. And at the end of the event, you give it to them and they unlock it and they take your phone out. And like, like anyone, I like they did that. And I was telling my wife, I'm like, I'm just so curious, like if I could bust into this, mm-hmm. like I want to know if I could tear into this if I needed to. And but it was really just curiosity. And so I was we were like, I was going to grab a hot dog or something. And I was like, well, before I get the hot dog, I'm going to run to the bathroom, see if I can break into this real quick. And she, <laughs> and she was like, OK. And so and I, <laughs> I went in, I found the corner handicap stall and it had like this like button at the top that had like a metal holding pin that snapped in place and you could like barely get a finger in between it but over the course of the next three minutes i like was putting it up against my chest for leverage and then just like pulling as hard as i could and after and i was just trying to see if it would work and after what like not that much effort it goes pop like sounds like somebody just shot a a 22 in this bathroom and the holding pin snapped and I was like, oh, I got it. But then I was like, okay, well the show hasn't started yet. I guess I'm gonna have to pretend it's locked <laughs> for the rest of the show. And so I walked out there and my, my wife was like, did you get it? And I'm like, yeah, really? They must not expect people to be trying to bust into these because you can, you know, if you really of work at it, you can don't. tear it open. It took you no. three minutes. Yeah, three minutes. And like, in fairness, like That's, I, my, my grip strength is pretty good compared to the average guy. Captain Pull Day. Those are the muscles you employed. Yeah. So I tore it open <laughs> like a monster, and then uh, I just because like I, I wanted to. I also tore my wife's phone out of hers. Sure <laughs> 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 that you could do it. Just it was to, not, well, just so you know, this wasn't because, a fluke. And then I tore yeah. apart two apples. <laughs> Dude, one of the one of the things that happened is they have these little areas where it wasn't Did it that. Look like- no, it was not this. It was like a pouch. That looks expensive yeah, that and nice. You still use there was the, I decided to do it initially because as soon as we went in, you could like uh, go by these little areas where it was phone allowed. And I didn't turn my phone off before I put it in the pouch. So I was like, fuck. So I went over there. And for the half dozen people who already were like everyone over there was like, I forgot to turn my phone off. I don't want to waste battery while it's in there. 
it took these fucking retards at the phone opening station a full minute to get to me. And there are 10, 15,000 people at this show. Every single one of them is waiting in line at the end to get their phone unlocked. And so we missed probably 90 minutes of line because I destroyed those things and took our phone out. And we that's just, awesome. Like literally, I, that's what that was the big thing. I was like, wait, so there's 12,000 of us here to see John Mulaney. Yeah. That means there's minimum 12,000 phones. <laughs> oh no and these people are idiots uh they they couldn't make it in the army uh like <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't hack it with the in the potato core so yeah that fuck that shit unbelievably rude to be locking everybody's phones up whatever happened to the honor system of just keeping your, your phone in your pocket who the fuck's looking at their phone during a comedy show anyway? well they're recording and uploading Fong's oh looking yeah at material oh that's fair i see now i thought that even shitty. when you said recording mm -hmm. i thought Mulaney was recording and he wanted peace and quiet. They didn't. I thought it was about ringtones and shit like I'm that. I'm sure That's it's what, all of the above. Mm. I'm sure. Yeah. But I wasn't planning on taping the show. No interest. Well, I don't, I'm not. What am I going to rewatch it later? No, you could have uh, sent it to me. Save me the money for the ticket. Just have, mm -hmm. have that horrible tinny audio on my phone. <laughs> 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 I love when Har when Harley did that thing on the show last week when he said the retarded guy was talking. The yeah. retarded guy was like, ah! <laughs> like, like looking him right in the eye. No, the way he did one. that face and your goddamn roll. <laughs> that was funny. We need to get a still of that and use it for things. I'm, I'm gonna make that a Twitch emote. <laughs> uh, well, you guys, we call it a show. I'm, my my dinner is ready. Oh yeah, we got eat. shit to do. We got to do the the hangout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. PKN 414. Go 